Hello and welcome to this episode of The Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, sex, love, and relationship expert and founder of The Magnetic Woman. In this episode, I am going to be diving in deep to our emotional realm. Now, in this episode, I'm going to tell you how to create a sense of emotional mastery, why most women actually are so completely and utterly disconnected from their emotions, and what issues that cause for you in your life. Now, hold on because this one, we're going in a little bit deeper, but I know that this information, especially with everything that is happening, in the world around us is so important and so powerful for you right now. So let's dive in. Now, I don't know about you, but for the majority of my life, I didn't really think about my emotions other than I felt like they were annoying and I was in a lot of ways ill-equipped to express them in a healthy way, right? So I really thought and believed that being in a space of contentment and maybe like slight happiness was how I had to be all of the time. I know that this is normal for most women because especially as women, we have been told and taught conditioned to believe that staying in a very small emotional range is what is expected and required of us. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about all of our emotions and depending on what work you've already done or what podcasts or content you listen to, you might hear people refer to some emotions as darker emotions. I don't like to use that terminology because quite frankly, I think that then there that still breeds this connotation that some emotions are better than other emotions. So we have a full emotional range as humans, right? And again, with the majority of my episodes, this episode is geared mainly towards women. Now, men, if you are listening, or ladies, if you're thinking about your man or men in your life, men have, albeit also very unhealthy conditioning around their emotions. It is different, right? So I'm talking about my experience on creating a sense of emotional mastery in my life um, and moving through and past the conditioning and beliefs that I had around being fully expressed as a woman. So if we think about it, right, there has been so much unhealthy information out there around women's emotions, right? Think of how quickly we go to calling ourselves or other people crazy. Um, you know, there was the, for long, an extended period of time where women were diagnosed with hysteria, which really was just a catch-all label for anything and everything from like postpartum depression to just regular emotion. So there is this idea, this belief that 
our emotional range should be quite small. So if we think of our emotions like a piano, we have 88 keys, sharps, flats, all of it. But we're taught to really only use eight, 10 keys. So to go from maybe frustration to happiness. But we're also not really encouraged to be extremely happy or extremely joyous, right? Because then that might make others feel wrong or feel bad. And most women were not given permission, especially as little girls, to be really angry, to experience a lot of rage. And as a culture, as a society, we're not taught how to grieve properly, how to fully move through the natural cycle of death and rebirth. And I don't just mean in the physical form of someone dying or a, an infant being born. I mean, in ourselves, in our lives, we go through regular processes of death and rebirth emotionally, mentally, maybe even physically, right? So for us as women, a death and rebirth process could be menopause. It could be birth, but death of the identity of who you were without a child and the birth of you being a mother. So we're not taught how to really handle any of these things. And then we're expected to really quote unquote, be in control of our emotions. However, emotions are just energy in motion yet because most people don't know how to fully express them in a healthy way, they stop and stifle the motion. And this was something that I did for years. Now I was like famous for saying, Oh, well, I just never get angry. I get angry and I used to get angry, but I refused to acknowledge my anger because I thought that there was something wrong with it or it wasn't okay. Now, if you're like me and like all of the women that I work with across the globe, there can be this fear that once you begin to feel your emotions, that you will never get out of it, right? That you will become depressed or this rage monster. And that just isn't true. When you have the tools now, and I call them in what I teach emotional mastery tools. When you have tools like my emotional mastery tools, you know that you will not get stuck or lost in an emotion. Now, again, depending on what is going on in your life, there may be a prolonged season of grief of anger, of rage, but that will never become your permanent state. Because again, emotions are energy in motion. And as a human, it is natural to experience all of the emotions. Now, I truly believe that the degree to which you are comfortable in and expressing your I call them heavier emotions because they feel heavier in the body. So rage, anger, grief, despair, sadness, um, even shame, embarrassment, although those two, not so much. Those are really just conditioned responses. They aren't emotions. Um, and so it, the degree to which you are comfortable 
in those emotions and expressing those emotions is the degree to which you can also fully experience the other end of the spectrum or the quote unquote lighter emotions, happiness, bliss, joy, rapture, right? And so when I first came into all of this work, I was, I was in a state of full on complete rupture, right? So if you know my story, if you've listened to my first episode, if you've been following me for a while, you know that what led me on this journey was my father passing away. And I truly had no idea how to handle grief and loss. And when I came upon a program that was about living a pleasurable life, quite frankly, I thought that it was going to be a permission slip to bypass my grief. Because look, no one wants to feel grief, loss, despair, rage, anger. But the more comfortable you become at experiencing and expressing your emotions, the more that you realize that there is gold and lessons and a more evolved version of you under all of these emotions. Now, again, because we haven't been taught how to express our emotions in a healthy way, most people stifle them. Most people try to shove them down. And that disconnects you even more fully from your body, makes you live in your head. It increases anxiety and um, fear-based thinking and constantly worrying about the future because you already are full of all of these unprocessed emotions. Like you don't want to have something else that's going to make you feel upset or angry or grief or whatever, right? So this fear of the future or fear of what may happen also typically is alleviated when you begin to learn how to acknowledge and process your emotions in a healthy way because then you're less worried about not being able to handle something in your life. Now, that is just across the board. And then you layer on trauma, right? So trauma is this fear response in the body where your nervous system goes into fight, flight, or freeze. And so you may have experienced trauma firsthand. And I, in some ways, put trauma in two different categories because I believe that every single person has experienced some kind of trauma. But most people, when they think of or conceptualize trauma, they think of what would be called like big T trauma or overt trauma. So again, for women, that is typically some kind of sexual violence, rape, emotional abuse, physical abuse. It can be severe neglect, right? Those are all, it could be be, um, having experienced maybe a car accident or a traumatic death of someone or even a traumatic birth, right? All of those things are, when I say trauma, if you've experienced those things or know someone who has, that tends to be where your mind goes. However, there's this other category, this other other element that I call covert trauma, which is things that most people walking around day to day are not thinking, oh, I've experienced trauma, but there are things in your past, there are experiences that you've had that put your, your nervous system 
into a trauma response, fight, flight, or freeze. And just like any other trauma, until you learn how to move trauma up and out of your body, it actually stays in your nervous system and in your cells, right? And so most people, again, are walking around thinking like, well, I had a fine childhood and yeah, I you know, never felt like I could go to my parents about X, Y, Z, or I was bullied as a child, or this happened or that happened, but really I've never had trauma. And the reality is your body, your nervous system, believes differently. And that is the truth, right? There's an incredible book on trauma called The Body Keeps the Score. I will tell you, it is quite heavy, quite dense. But if you're interested in learning more about how trauma stays in the body, in the system, that is an incredible resource. So here we are, again, most women, especially from childhood, not being allowed to or encouraged to express certain emotions quote unquote, heavier emotions, anger, sadness, grief, rage. And then we stifle our emotions because we don't want to quote, seem crazy because that's this label slapped onto women who are emotional. And then you layer on top of that any and all unhealed trauma that you have experienced, right? And this leads so many women to feeling completely and utterly disconnected from their bodies in a state of anxiety, low-grade depression, trying to numb out because there's so much unprocessed emotions going on under the surface. So again, as you begin to look at this, it can feel a bit overwhelming because you might think, oh God, if I start to feel these things, I'll never stop, right? I will become sucked into this. And especially with everything that's going on in the world right now with COVID-19 and the lockdowns and restrictions being placed on people and so much fear, it's bringing up all of these emotions to the surface, right? And so people are really stressed out and in a lot of fear and understandably so, but without the adequate tools. So one of my favorite tools to help me really begin to, what helped me really begin to come into a space of acceptance with my emotions was just that learning to identify the way that I was feeling, giving it the accurate um, emotional label and then saying that's the right way to feel because I was in a constant state of thinking I shouldn't feel the way that I feel or thinking that I was being crazy, thinking that I should just be over it or be better or not be affected by those things. And the truth is that the more you begin to gain a sense of emotional mastery, as in you know how to move your emotions through your body, then A, the less emotional reactions you have to things in some ways, because what is happening on a subconscious and on an emotional level is you have all of this unprocessed emotion all of this unhealed trauma in your body. And so subconsciously you're, you're attracting in situations that are triggering emotions because your body wants you to move this out, right? 
And as you begin to move the emotion out, so one incredible tool that I have used for myself and that I use with my clients all the time is breath work. To me, breath work is one of the best tools for releasing stuck and stagnant emotion and for really beginning to heal trauma or to move trauma out of the nervous system. Now, if you have experienced severe trauma and have yet to seek out a, an expert in that area to help you heal that, I would recommend doing that first before you do any sort of breath work. Um, the breath work that I do with my clients is typically geared towards people who, if you have experienced trauma, you've already done the acute work on the trauma. So breath work is just really synchronizing your breath in a way to over oxygenate your system and it actually opens up your system so that these emotions can process out so when i've done breath work i cry i scream i move my body i flail around but i and the thing with breath work unlike other modalities is you instantly integrate. So you move these things out of your nervous system and then in a way you're good, right? And so again, realizing that your emotions are just energy in motion. And when you begin to give yourself permission to express them and not try and stifle them, not try to bottle them up, not try to ignore them or numb out to them, it frees up so much mental, emotional, and even physical energy for you. And so I would say the first step for most women is to give yourself permission to experience all of the emotions. And when you begin to find yourself wrong, to criticize yourself for whatever it is that you're feeling or experiencing, Switch it around to finding yourself right and approving of yourself. Because if you can take out that internal conflict, oftentimes that's half or more than half of the battle that most women experience when it comes to their emotions. So again, coming into a space of being able to identify approve of and then move through the emotions. So breath work is an incredible way. I also will dance. I will scream. I will hit a pillow. I will, um, sometimes I will push against a wall with all of my might. If I feel like I have a lot of anger and rage and I just give myself permission to express whatever it is that I need to express. Now, that being said, sometimes it's awkward before it's elegant. Now, I have been doing this work for years, so the second I feel um, anger or rage or whatever, I know that there's so much goodness under it. So I really let myself go fully into the emotion, and I scream, and I stomp, and I beat a pillow, and I pretend that I'm saying whatever the fuck I want to say to whoever the fuck I want to say it to and allow myself to move through that. And then I look at, okay, what is under this, right? Because under anger and rage, there's always better boundaries and a sense of empowerment. Under grief and sadness, there is gold and lessons for you. And I have gone through enough 
massive ruptures in my life to know that the more you avoid it, the more you avoid your emotions, you are just setting yourself up for prolonged agony, stress, fear, anxiety, you name it, right? Because your emotions, they're always going to be there. So if you're numbing out, you're just going to have to numb out even harder. And knowing that, again, your emotions want to be moved through your body. So they don't want to become your permanent state. Your The anger and rage does not want for you to become, for that to become your permanent state, but it may if you refuse to express it because it's always going to be there trying to be expressed. Hopefully this is making sense for you guys here. I know that it's resonating with so many women because when I talk about how it's so important to identify and acknowledge and then move through the emotions, even if you're not actively doing it, it's registering on a deeper level for you as truth and you know it, you can feel it. You may even be getting emotional right now, realizing that A, you haven't been doing this and B, it's okay to. So for me, creating a sense of emotional mastery doesn't mean that I am like the master of my emotions as in I will never feel anger, grief, sadness, rage, or that I'll always be in a state of happiness, for me, creating a sense of emotional mastery means that I know emotionally I can handle anything and everything that comes my way. Now, of course, are there experiences in my life that I wish I did not have to handle? Yes. I recently feel like I have emerged from a very intensive rupture, dark night of the soul in my life, massive death and rebirth process. And I'm not going to lie. It was extremely painful. It was extremely confronting and challenging emotionally. And through all of that, I knew that these tools worked And I knew that the more I leaned into the rupture that was happening in my life, A, the quicker I would move through it because what you resist just persists. And the more I would emerge, the woman that I was meant to emerge, and the more capacity I would have within myself to feel, to hold space for my clients, to love, the massive ruptures that we experience in our lives, again, because we're not taught that A, they're a natural part of life and they truly are for our benefit, or they can be if you choose to let them, they can they get to break us and remake us. So for me personally, going through this last, I would say six months of my life, which was in some ways the most challenging six months I may have ever experienced in my life, I knew that entire time I was being broken open so that I could expand on the other end of it. But again, that has only come, that confidence and that faith has only come from practicing and allowing myself to express my emotions for the past, what, six, seven, eight years. So I have no problem 
grieving, crying, raging, like being angry. I also have no problem being in a state of massive rapture and pleasure and bliss and being so alive and turned on. But again, you most people want to just stay on the one end of the emotional spectrum, but that's not the human experience. The human experience is all of it. And again, especially right now with where we are in the world, it feels dark and heavy and fearful and stressful. And yes, but the more you allow yourself to feel, to move through those emotions, the more opportunities and space you will have for yourself, for the light, for the uh, pleasure, the happiness, the bliss. And the more you allow yourself to express your emotions, the more able you are to understand and hold the true dualistic nature of us as humans and, and life, right? Where all of this stressful shit can be going on in the world or in your life and you could have moments of happiness you can be so angry and frustrated with your partner and so in love with them at the same time but until you begin to on at least acknowledge how you feel and and approve of it you can't hold both of those things or or two dualistic things at once that was a lot of information and no doubt it brought up a lot for a lot of people. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Magnetic Woman Show. And again, just begin today with starting to notice what you're feeling and finding it right. Allow yourself to begin to move it through your body. And if nothing else, just begin to research and play with it. You don't have to get this right. What I would say and would recommend but especially with the heavier emotions, anger, rage, sadness, grief, but definitely anger and rage, if that is geared towards someone, allow yourself to express it by yourself first, right? I'm not saying that you can't bring anger or frustration or even rage to someone or something else that has wronged you. What I am saying is get really comfortable with expressing it on your own first so that when you do come to express it to or for or against something or someone else, you actually know what has made you angry and what you want to get moving forward, right? Um, and it will also create, especially in relationships, a better and healthier way to have conflict. Having conflict in a relationship is a whole other, at least one, if not multiple podcast episodes. So I will save that for later. But with everything that's happening in the world, just begin to 
identify how you're feeling and approve of it. Allow yourself to start to move some of your emotions through your body. And if this really triggered something for you and you want to dive in deeper, make sure to reach out to me. I have tons of resources and so many places I can send you um, to give you the emotional support that you need to begin to create emotional mastery in your life. And if you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe to my channel, leave me a comment or a review. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you want more information about me, make sure to go to themagneticwoman.com and get all the info that you need. All right, guys, I'll see you soon.